0: Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of the Cutback Podcast, where we keep our head on a swivel to bring you our living room commentary on the latest and greatest from the world of sports and the business that surrounds it. I'm Ian Burley.
1: I'm Colin Munns, and we're off and running. And, Mr. Burley, what episode are we on? This feels like we're on, like, uh, you know, some cloud nine, something. <laughs> and
0: 420. Uh, I think... <laughs> That we are still technically in the 70s. I will have to confirm that and look in the, the file folder structure. Um, but really, who knows? Right now we're on episode just vibes.
1: Just, just vibes. I vibes. like that. Uh, but also for the folks, we might need to like have a subscriber's channel. Because I think we still have a couple episodes in the chamber that are like haven't been released. Even though they've been recorded.
0: Yes, I think we have exactly two episodes uh, that we have raw audio files for. Uh, we do not know the quality of those files, but they are there. And, you know, m- maybe uh, maybe if the people are lucky and, and the timing's right.
1: Start an OnlyFans and put those the, that content up for them?
0: You know, not opposed to that.
1: All right, folks. OnlyFans.com backslash the Cutback Pod. Uh, <laughs> we'll get Producer Kennedy to get our, our site set up. Uh,
0: what we'll have to do is we'll have to start paying for the extra version of Squadcast. Uh, no free ads to get the video files of this podcast and throw those up there on the internet cool. as well. Or we could just do it on Twitch. That's true. We should maybe figure out a better, uh, better system here.
1: I, I mean, Twitch is a possibility. I mean, we, I'll throw it on Twitch. I'll let the people see.
0: I just don't know if, if Twitch record, like if they record audio files locally so that we could post it you know who knows
1: you, you immediately lost me in the technicalities and of this
0: we, folks you know who the engineer
1: behind the show is uh based on these questions i am just the brains that's really all i am uh
0: like what the fuck is a local audio file
1: <laughs> i don't have a clue i don't <laughs> it's a
0: wave I, file ladies and gentlemen and then you turn those into mp3s and garage band
1: see folks this is why we uh this is why we make a great team this is why we make a great team. I recruit the hundreds of thousands. Ian does the production work.
0: Yep. Yep. Learning something new every day. Well, Mr. Munz, um, how are you today?
1: We're 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 riding high. Uh, baseball season's kicked off. Opening days behind us. Uh things are going well. Uh
0: Tigers ripped off a hell of a win streak. Five in a row. Three, and what, three walk-offs in a row? Yes. What do we folks? Baseball's back in Detroit. <laughs> Is it? Is it though?
1: (laughs) I mean, I, okay. I'm on record saying, and you have me on record. You have the receipts saying that we have a 70 plus win baseball team here. And I think I'm on record saying 75. I
0: think you said 80 and 82.
1: I, yes, that's what I've claimed is 80 and 82. But I thought you and DJ, shout him out. Uh, no free ads, uh, president of FWBW. If you know, you know, uh, I thought we. I thought he'd let me get away with seventy five wins.
0: Yeah, that might be true. Uh, seven and ten so far, so I think that winning percentage is about on par for what. Well, we need. go ahead,
1: go ahead and peep the record of the the defending World Series champ.
0: Uh, let me see. They sit at uh nine and ten.
1: So, just saying, you know. Two, two, one game off the pace. If you're, if you're keeping score, one game off the pace of the world's defending World Series champ.
0: You know it's funny. We we talked last episode about the AL East. Every team in the AL East is at or above 500.
1: Yes, and we every team in the AL Central is hovering at or below 500.
0: Yep. NL Central has been a bit of a surprise. Three teams firmly above 500. Um, the NL West is the version of the AL Central, where only one team above 500 and just barely at that.
1: Diamondbacks leading the division. Did you have? Did anybody have that on their bingo card? Um, but what I will say is, while I while I will engage in way too early baseball talk more than anybody, um, I think it's very important to remember nothing in baseball matters until we've played at least 40 games. So we we're, we're we've we got a we're about a halfway to our full sample needed to actually make conclusions and projections. So I think we should limit baseball talk uh, this episode and maybe talk a little NFL draft. Is that's kind of like uh, coming around the corner?
0: Yeah, that is going to be up there. I do want to get to that um, one or two quick things. What's really sad is because of the performance or lack thereof of the Detroit Hockey Red Wings and Detroit Basketball Pistons, April and the D just hasn't been the same for close to like a decade. Man, you know about April and the D, when it's humming, it's humming.
1: Dude, I I, okay, I'll tell you I disagree with the first part of that (laughs) statement, wholeheartedly agree with the second part. Uh, April and the D is a thing. Uh, and I, as somebody who had never lived in Detroit, didn't b- believe the hype. Uh, but it's going through two Aprils now, it's a very much a thing. And I think a lot of it has to do with the weather too. Uh, cause that's where it actually kind of, you have that break where you from the bitter cold. And so the weather kind of leans in the wings are usually leaning in pistons leaning in and the tigers are starting. It's a beautiful time. Um, yes, the team's performance lately hasn't been good, but I don't think it takes away from April in the D. I think if you are coming to the D, you should come
0: in April. I think, um, April in the D, D, one of the better marketing campaigns of all time by Fox Sports Detroit, rest in peace.
1: Uh, hold on. It might be an Easter Sunday for Fox Sports Detroit. (laughs) Whoa, he is risen. It might be. I just, I don't just keep your head on a swivel
0: wow 40 long days 40 long nights unbelievable Just um one last thing in baseball that is a nice uh call back to something that we certainly touched on last episode and we've literally touched on since we started this podcast you heard it here first it's official as of today the oakland days are going to vegas
1: i mean it's been official for like years but it's officially official.
0: It's officially official. Uh, purchase a 49-acre site just north of Allegiant Stadium. That's the Death Star-looking thing where the Raiders play. It does look like the Death Star. It's going to be a $1.5 billion, 35,000-seat st- stadium with a retractable roof. Um, That'll make it essentially the smallest Major League Baseball stadium by capacity. There's currently only six stadiums with under 40,000 person capacity oh let's play this about? game
1: let's play this game let's see if i can name them okay let me pull up the list I'll get our research department on it satellites are connecting up in outer space i was looking
0: at it earlier but i um okay i've got it pulled up
1: ready yep kaufman
0: kaufman is under forty thousand. correct
1: uh are we ca- it does does this new vegas stadium count in my six or no it does not okay so kaufman won give me wow this is immediately got harder than i thought uh tampa
0: tampa is not on the list
1: damn uh tampa
0: is actually the 12th largest
1: goodness gracious i missed that um colorado
0: colorado also not on the list
1: all right i've two strikes Colorado,
0: third largest
1: good lord w- since when have the rockies had fans
0: doesn't matter if they have fans it just means it just matters that they have seats the
1: fans have seats should they show <laughs> yeah. up uh all the right. asses
0: aren't there but the seats are
1: <laughs> all right two strikes give me one more let's see uh give me the give me the guardians
0: the guardians smallest stadium in major league baseball. He stays alive, he follows off a pitch to extend the at bat. Uh,
1: two two in. Uh give me I don't want to say the Reds, but I think the Reds are on the list.
0: Final answer?
1: No, no, no. I'm nervous about the Reds. That they're in my head, but I don't want to do it. Um Out West. Who's out West? We're building big stadiums in Texas. None of them. All right, Reds. (sighs) (laughs) Three. God, dog. All right, give me the
0: list. Okay, stadiums under forty thousand: PNC Park, Target Field, Kauffman Stadium, Fenway, Lone Depot Park, and then Progressive Field.
1: I a hundred percent should have got Fenway. That was a that was a mistake.
0: Yeah, Fenway. Fenway is was the one that I thought that you might get and I thought you might get PNC park
1: I thought PNC was bigger damn
0: yeah uh the Reds uh number 13 damn but like numbers eight through 21 are all pretty close so
1: where's where's God's ballpark uh Comerica land there
0: 21st out of 30. At 40 42,000? 41083. That's a, okay. Uh, right. uh largest in the AL Central? Yeah, largest in the AL Central. AL Central is all at the bottom of the list.
1: I, shit, I believe that. That's funny. What what team in the AL Central do you think is just racking them in?
0: What do you mean? As
1: far as a fan base. I would tell you Has,
0: like, who has the best attendance?
1: No, I just as a, the, like, what team in the AL Central do you think of and go, wow, that's a, that's a big fan baseball fan base?
0: Oh, none of them. I mean, I guess it would, it would probably come between Detroit and, and the it, White Sox. That's
1: exactly it. It's the Tigers and the White Sox. And the White Sox is such a weird culty following that don't live in Chicago.
0: They live in Chicago. Um, but I would also say that they are larger from the mass of the fan base. A mass of the fan base is is more fair weather than Cubs fans.
1: I guess that's fair. I would say Cubs fans are pretty fair weather, though, too.
0: But like, when the White Sox are bad, and part of this is, like, people are going to come in town to go to Wrigley. They're not going to come to town to go to the fucking G-spot. The concrete but... donut? <laughs> the G, right? Um, but, like... When the Cubs are bad, there's still a lot of people at Wrigley Field. When the White Sox are bad, there's fucking nobody at the G-rate.
1: I like the G-spot.
0: You need a map to get there, you know.
1: <laughs> In more way than one for me.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, let's keep this thing moving because we have a lot of things to talk about. Um, I love getting into the NFL. A couple big things. Odell, Beckham Jr., ever heard of him, might have forgot about him. Signs with the Ravens. Do you think that this changes anything for Lamar? Uh, And where do you think DeAndre Hopkins' nuke ends up? Because the Ravens have been on that list as well.
1: I have seen the Ravens on that list. Um, All right. I'll I'll answer the first question first. Do I think it changes anything with Lamar? No, I don't. Uh, Because I don't think Odell is an impact player anymore.
0: Uh, they They paid him as he was, which was wild.
1: Yes, I and I think right, but the the it wasn't like there was a line around the door of people trying to pay Odell.
0: No, in fact, out of like all the free agent wide receivers, not only is he one of the first deals to get done, really, but it's also at a valuation that's way higher than people kind of expected the free agent wide receiver market to be at.
1: Yeah, I, I, there's weird stuff going on in Baltimore.
0: To me, it was a move the Ravens. In the Ravens' head, they're like, if we can sign Odell, Lamar will sign the contract. But like you said, I also agree that. What,
1: so, so when you make a move like that, you have to be ready to go. Okay, if if Lamar doesn't come on, and we make this move, are we comfortable with it? Like, are we comfortable with Odell for what we're paying him and how much and how long we signed him for?
0: Yeah, man. I and the problem is, is you you're paying him to be the number one wide receiver like he has to he can't just you know get trapped into
1: kicking nets and stuff
0: yeah i mean he has to be your number one or at least be in on a lot of on a lot of plays and then you have him, Rashad bateman and devin duvernay and mark andrews really
1: i i there's there's no i in in i yes maybe may there i i'm not in the room i don't know i don't know but i just from a strategy standpoint if you don't have some kind of indication from Lamar's camp that when that if you went and got Odell that he would flip and turn coat about everything he's he's been doing you this is a ballsy play and if it flops it could impact the Ravens for like years to come
0: yeah i mean <laughs> It's going to be really interesting. Um, I'm curious to see if the Jalen Hurts deal that got done uh, this week, if that creates some movement in the Lamar side of things, because the Odell thing, as far as we know, did not, right? Like there's been no updates on the Lamar front since the Odell signing.
1: Uh, well, we need to call Lamar's mom. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's um when you got Drew Rosenhaus on um when you got Drew Rosenhaus like publicly saying, "Hey Lamar, I'm also in Miami. Call me. Like, let me help you." That to me seems like a sign of like um there are some issues that are um, stopping Lamar from doing whatever it is he wants to do, whether that's gonna deal with the Ravens or convince a team to. Uh, make the trade for him and then sign him to a, a contract that he's, you know, okay with. 100%. I, the
1: the Lamar situation, I, we talked about it last week, two weeks ago, whatever. Uh, the Lamar situation is just bad. I think he, there's so much about the agency world that's corrupt and bad and I understand trying to want to fix it, but there's also things that are standard practice and, and, the, and things that are just like Boilerplate, commonplace, and and don't need to be fixed because they're not broken. And and we're I just think we're coming at it from a completely errant approach.
0: Yeah, hard to play the game when you don't know the rules. Exactly. Pretty simple, right? Sometimes you might get lucky, but for the most part, you're going to be in trouble. A blind squirrel um,
1: finds a nut, but it's not you. If you don't know how to play the game, you're going to die.
0: Speaking of playing the game, a game of chicken. Ooh. Uh, well. Before we get there, I do have one last question about Lamar. Uh, do you think there is any chance he gets traded, uh, like on draft night? Mm.
1: Yeah, I, I do. I think there's there's a chance to. Uh, I'm not maybe not sure. I'm ready to call it a likelihood. Um, I I just think this draft is going to be weird. I think you're going to see some move a lot because I don't think anybody there's no. It just seems like a bunch of gray from literally one to about fifteen in this yeah. in this draft. Ah, maybe not one, two to fifteen seems like a very big gray. And I know you're gonna you're gonna come back and try and put one back in the gray, but I'm sticking with what I said before. It is a lock.
0: I mean, I personally also think is it is a lock. Um, it's just amazing how many different otherwise like reputable people i've seen start to at least introduce a little bit of gray area into that one pick not a um majority of gray area but at least some sprinklings of gray some frosting
1: all right frost frost so, me with gray i don't care but we all but know then who's from going that on. point i
0: think it's yeah, a, two to two to 15 i think it's pretty two to 20 i mean the whole i mean from two on really
1: Right, and so I. To, and what what and my point is, a lot of gray creates a lot of what I'm going to call trigger fingers, like where they're just pull they're they're going to make trades with it because they think everything's all equal in value, and so that a lot of assets are going to get thrown back and forth. And when when and I think when the dust all settles, we're going to see some wild wild trades, and we're going to be looking back on these two three four years down the road and be like wow can't believe some of this stuff went down
0: yeah i mean we saw last year it was two trades last year right that happened on like draft night or right before the draft like on that day with aj brown to the eagles and hollywood brown to the cardinals those were both like either during the day before the first round or like during the first round I feel like we had never seen those marquee of names involved in movement right at the draft like that. Um, And so I agree with you. I think there's a chance that um, Lamar could be traded. I think there's a chance that Rodgers officially gets traded on draft night. There's probably some players we're not even thinking about that could get. And I think there's going to be, or at least this year sets up for a lot of uh, movement within the draft from teams just trying to go up or down.
1: Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. I think. I think you're going to see a lot, a lot, a lot of trades uh, this draft. And I and I do think you're going to see some marquee names traded. I don't know what they, who those marquee names are. I'm not going to even try and predict that. But I do think you will see some marquee names traded this draft.
0: If you're a GM and your two choices are um, draft a quarterback in the top five picks of the draft that we are essentially banking on being our franchise quarterback or trade that top five pick as well as probably another first and, and some other things, uh, to sign Lamar. What are you doing?
1: Oh, I, well, okay. Is my top five pick, is it Bryce or is it somebody, uh, is it CJ?
0: Um, I would say you're not at one.
1: Okay. Uh, I, I, uh, and I have to take one of a quarterback at some point. Like I have to.
0: I would say if you are a team that seems to be posturing that you are looking for your quarterback right now.
1: So, I mean, let's call them the Texans. Like I, but I don't.
0: Uh, yeah. I, but I would say probably the Colts. Yeah. Really. I'm thinking about the Colts. Okay. That's... Let's
1: talk the Colts. Uh, I well, the Colts. I would take CJ Stroud before I took Lamar. Uh, okay. But I are to, to take a quarterback in the draft. I don't well. I don't want to say a, but take probably the top four quarterbacks in the in the draft. I would probably take before I sign Lamar.
0: And do you have Levis at four? Mm, yeah, or probably him, him, him. Richardson round mm-hmm. out your top four in one way or the other. Yeah. Okay, and you would take um, a, what is essentially a flyer on those guys over Lamar.
1: Correct. Well, and the and I'll tell you why. It's not because I don't think Lamar's a good quarterback. I just think if I am building a team, I think Lamar will hamstring me for development with how much I would have to pay him a lot. Whereas, I if I am taking a flyer on Levis or Anderson, uh, I am I've got longevity. Like I, I've got two years to to figure it out with them, develop them, see if they pan out. If they don't, whatever. I still have money to play with to fill in other positions all o-line you know whatever it may be reallocate funds from you know bad contracts they may have be taking on from previous years whatever it may be but I, I i just don't think getting into a long-term deal with lamar if you're a bad team is a is a good rebuild strategy
0: yeah i can understand that the math gets very hard. You have to do a lot of salary cap gymnastics to push the cap number out. And, and you might get some relief for that in some immediate years, but ultimately you got to pay the Piper at some point. Right. Um, and, and, and it,
1: I think- well, well, interestingly, like if, if you did that and it's a bad team, you might even want to do the opposite where you're trying to convince Lamar to get paid, take the cap hit up front and get paid more up front. And then, tail it off once you like because you're developing talent you know so you want you're going to get better over time so you want lamar's hit to go down but to convince the player to do that is a is a lot harder sell
0: yeah that's really interesting i've never um i've never thought about it that way that is really interesting um i also think that and this is not an original thought by any means that the there might be this scenario happening in in the afc where teams um maybe are going to be forced to overvalue quarterbacks and overemphasize getting somebody that they feel like is a guy purely because of the number of guys at the quarterback position in the afc um Hold on. I want
1: to, I don't understand. Cause I would tell you, you, you said forced to overvalue. I yeah. would argue the quarterback position has been overvalued since its inception as far as do, dollar wise. So it's not like it's forcing to be overvalued it, at some point by definition, it's beginning to become, it's the most valuable position.
0: So I'll, I'll put it this way. Um, the afc is no longer seeing teams be successful unless they have essentially a like all pro quarterback
1: when has any team found success if they haven't had a good quarterback minus would, tim couch i would say joe that, flacco there's like we we like celebrate these people
0: jimmy g taken to the, the niners to the to the super bowl like he's not an all pro quarterback
1: No, but he lost.
0: He he lost, but he got to the Super Bowl. I'm saying you're not And who
1: did he lose to?
0: He lost to Mahomes.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I'm I'm saying
0: you're not even getting to the Super Bowl in the AFC unless you have an absolute guy at quarterback because you got to go through Mahomes.
1: Well, just because the NFC is the junior circuit doesn't mean that the rule changes for needing a quarterback to be successful.
0: But that's what I'm saying is like, so, I think that might push the Colts or somebody. Fuck. Some people are to continue to talk about the Titans, where, like, okay, if we want to win, we don't have fucking time for somebody to develop or, like, maybe not be a real player. Because if we want to win, at some point, we're going to have to beat Mahomes. We're going to have to beat Josh Allen. We're going to have to beat Joey Burrow and Justin uh, Herbert. Yeah, I mean, this year, well I I mean, we I think you and I b- agree that Herbert's in that camp. There are still some people who are like
1: Davis a Mills
0: game first. <laughs> huh? Davis Mills. <laughs> I mean, some people are going to throw fucking Russ in there still like what if Russ comes out and cooks this year? Oh god. I mean, I'm not ready to say that. Broncos country people, is riding. Some people some people a lot of people and and probably rightfully so realistically trevor lawrence is getting thrown into that list all of a sudden
1: good i buy that name
0: you got a lot of quarterbacks in the division where it's like man (laughs) you're gonna have to run the gauntlet and if you're like playing a different style of football like defense and you know where like maybe your quarterback is like managing the game so i could see why you're like fuck we gotta go get lamar like We've seen him win an MVP. Like we gotta go get him,
1: right? Well, that's a team that would make that kind of offer. I, I, I'll hear that. Like the Titans are, I think, a fair, a fair team that you threw out to make oh, that kind of
0: have have the Titans taken like Hendon Hooker at eleven, or something.
1: right? Well, Josh Dobbs will probably roll over in his grave, but or <laughs> and they, Malik Willis.
0: Uh, well, that's dude. That's a whole other thing of like, uh, the Panthers are obviously gonna take a quarterback. The Panthers took a quarterback in the second round last year.
1: Yeah, and the Panthers are going to go Bryce Young and that quarterback.
0: 1 2 I mean, But that's what's like crazy is like teams and and this isn't like new this year, but as we've seen over the past let's call it 5 years, like teams do not care if they picked a quarterback super high last year. If it didn't work out year 1 and there's somebody that they like they're going to go get him again. I mean, it was probably like Josh Rose and Kyler Murray was maybe like the first instance of that, right?
1: Uh, yeah. That, that, but, but, but also, that that's an example of like, I think you're stacking assets knowing that if you f- stumble, if you f- stumble upon F around and have two good things, you can trade one. And yes. and not only can you trade it, you can do like the Patriots did with Jimmy Garoppolo and like kind of hide the ball a little bit and make, and fluff up their value way more than they actually are. Like, Dude. so you can, <sighs> so it, it's literally like, I think it's a good thing. It's smart. Stack them.
0: Yeah. I mean, you gotta, you gotta figure out how to manage the locker room. What if you have multiple guys who believe that they are a starting quarterback and, don't have it in them to play the backup role um which is probably a thing that's why people like didn't bring in Cam Newton to be a backup quarterback although he'd probably be a great backup quarterback cuz like Cam Newton's not going to be a fucking backup quarterback type situation right um but like let's look at what the Niners are doing Niners have Trey Lance who they traded the farm for to go up and get at number 3 he's played exactly like 1 and 1 quarter of a game and the one game he played was a literal Monsoon about a mile south of where I sit today, um, and then he snapped his leg in half. Essentially, they had Mister Irrelevant who came in and seemed dominated. to be a dog, but then also got Tommy Jans and like just decided not to have surgery for a while. Interesting decision. I'm sure some more will come about out about that at some point. And then what do they go do? Uh, let's go trade for like another number two overall pick from a couple of years ago. Sam Darnold, bring him in. Bring, bring him in. It's like. I mean, I get it. If you can make it work, you're in a you're in a great spot, right? Like it's like in basketball. You can never have too many guys who can score the basketball. Bring them in,
1: right? And guess what? Uh, Kyle Shanahan is sitting there with these three quarterbacks going, "I like him. I li- like I like him," and and he, and he's gonna trade the other one away. And you know you what?
0: He's- Lance gets moved.
1: It's Trey Lance or Brock Purdy, one or the other, whoever it is, I don't know. I'm not in practice, but whoever they pick that they're gonna move forward with, the other one is gonna get sold for a king's ransom. Right. And and, and is are the, is either one of them worth a king's ransom? effing effingly not. We don't know. I don't know that we know that. No team knows that. But why would if you don't know why would you sell the farm? And you know why you would sell the farm? Because you have four games of Brock Purdy going off and then you and you have Trey Lance being the top a top pick.
0: Yeah, and he like checks all the boxes when you just look at him on paper, right? Right, he is the prototype.
1: Somebody's somebody's going to give their left testicle for him.
0: And as we've talked about, teams know that you ultimately cannot win unless you have a quarterback that is at least at a certain baseline. Of talent and they will Which take has a chance been true on.
1: for decades
0: yes there are a maybe a handful of outliers but that's why they're called outliers um and yeah i think you're right like they will take their chance on being able to replicate that lightning in a bottle from brock purdy or think about how much ego is in coaching as well you're gonna have a coach and a gm is like oh we can make trey lance the all like the, the fucking Hall of Famer that everybody thinks he can be, right? We can so, turn
1: like, him into Davis Mills. Yeah. <laughs> you know what?
0: I will yeah. say this. Um, I think Davis Mills plays infinitely better than anybody would have ever expected him to. I don't know if I'm His right expectations here. were exactly zero.
1: Nobody had even heard of him. Okay, well, his expectations maybe in, in outside of Houston were zero.
0: People thought he was Mike Glennon. Another long neck.
1: He isn't. He is a long neck. What if uh, he? I is think a,
0: people literally said, "Who's this long neck guy playing quarterback?" It, is that Jeffrey Giraffe? Is that Mike Glenn still, still in the league? Is
1: this a toyos Toys R S representative?
0: Who the fuck is Davis Mills? Why does he have two last names? He does have two last names. I did. That is true. Usually, it's two first names. He has two last names. Um. Okay. Because we may or may not record. Um. And, and get it published another episode before the draft starts. I do want to give you some credit because on our last episode, you were the first one to introduce to me that like, Hey, maybe the Texans go defense at number two with D'Amico Ryans. That has been picking up a lot of steam. Now it may all so be. So a-
1: am I, are, are we saying that might be the, a is, is the cutback pod, a trailblazer podcast? Did we I mean, did we have it first? Are we are we the news source of the people?
0: If that happens, that's 2 years in a row with this podcast having pretty spectacular <laughs> foresight into the draft.
1: <laughs> and we had it first. We
0: we we've had it first. Yeah, in both of those instances. So I'll be I'll be very curious um I, I am yeah, I mean I have so many I'm so pumped for the draft. It's a week from today. I'm nervous about what the Detroit Lions are gonna do, but I'm very excited to see how, um, especially the first, in the Lions' case, like three rounds play out because we have so many fucking picks.
1: I I think it's I think you're gonna see a lot of trading back, which is gonna be which where is which is where I think you're gonna see these marquee player trades that we talked about earlier. And I, I think, think the, the Lions lo- are
0: gonna trade back.
1: I do. I think the Lions are one of them that I uh, that could trade back. with one of those three picks?
0: I think that they could trade back from 18 for sure. I would be pretty surprised if they trade back from six.
1: I, I agree with that. I I'm not. I, I, I don't I think, think they're trading back. They're
0: gonna from... have, like, you're probably going to have two, two of your top four defenders on the board available, minimum, probably. Yeah, I would believe that, yeah. Maybe, maybe more, depending on... What happens? Some people think there's going to be four to five quarterbacks taken in the first five picks, which so. is
1: nuts. What in the what? How? If that happens, I'll I'll eat my shoes. I,
0: I think max three. I even think that's high. I. That's why I said max, but like that's that's the number that wouldn't surprise me.
1: I, I mean the num if you're at Vegas, the number should be two and a half, and I'm hammering the under.
0: Yep. Uh I bet we can look at what the number is actually. Um maybe I'll look look that up the next time that you have a soliloquy for the people. But um <laughs> let yeah, I mean Texans also have two first round picks.
1: They do. 2, two and, and 12. 2 and 12. Man. And That's I and, and and ironically enough, I think the the Texans are more likely to trade back the 2 pick and keep the 12.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree because like we said, if, if somebody falls in love with a the quarterback, they know they have to move up to get him. They they can't wait. They can't play that game.
1: But I'm I just and this is me. Uh and I think the funny part is you're you're losing this feeling as a Lions fan, which is so refreshing to see. I just had this sinking feeling in my stomach the Texans are gonna do something just remarkably stupid and they're gonna end up They're going to end up just in the cold with nothing after this.
0: Well, I'll tell you where I sit as a Lions fan. Um, There are picks that would happen. Um, Again, I I kind of hold it to, like, the first three rounds because once you get past those rounds, it's like, we don't actually know enough about those guys to, like, really have much of an opinion on, like, who's getting picked, right? And the, the hit rate of those guys panning out is, like, not as significant. Um, but there are certainly picks that can happen in like mock drafts that I see for the Lions for the first three rounds where I'm like, man, I feel like I would like be uh, cautious or like confused about why those picks were made. But where I ultimately stand and what I have to continually tell myself as the ultimate trump card is like the, the front office that we have currently has Essentially had two perfect drafts. So I haven't like who am I to not trust He's a the P word. I mean, in the sense of NFL drafts, they have done extremely well in their first two years. Um, so it's like who am I to question a pick that they make until we see players on the field?
1: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, and that's a beautiful thing. Once you get to the point you you trust them, and like, it's like trusting the government. Like, once you get to the point you trust them, just lean in. But uh, here's here's a question for you. That I we're we're going back a topic here. Are the A's changing their name when they move
0: to Vegas? Uh, to like no longer be the Athletics. Correct. Um, I haven't seen that. My assumption would be no.
1: Are Okay, then follow-up to that, because my assumption would also be no, but follow-up question to that. Is there another team in Major League Baseball who's been in three cities with the same name across three cities?
0: Where did they start? Philadelphia?
1: Philadelphia, Oakland,
0: Vegas. Hmm. That's really interesting. Uh, the Dodgers is two. Yep. Is the Giants too yep New York and Sanford yeah probably my assumption would be no
1: mine too but that's why I asked the question I I don't I can't think of a a team that's done that and kept the name like the Expos I know have moved multiple times but they were they changed obviously to the Nationals and the right. and the Senate they were the Senators too, like so. Or excuse me, the Texas Rangers moved multiple times, but they were the Senators and then became the Rangers. Right. So change names.
0: Yes, and Montreal moved to Washington, right?
1: Right. Yes, the Expos and became the Nationals, the Nationals, and then the because the Senators became the Rangers. Right. So. Yeah. So I
0: would.
1: So are we? I guess my question is: Are we witnessing history?
0: Yeah, I would. I would say we we are. I mean, I can't imagine that they would change the name.
1: What I can't either. Like the Vegas, yeah, I imagine it, they'll
0: keep the same color scheme. Ooh, like, ooh,
1: wild thought. Four twenty just came into my head. uh Oh, Vegas A's right. Keep the yeah. keep the A's, but you, instead of instead of being the Athletics, you're like the Aces or something Vegas related. Uh, yeah, I mean.
0: Well, that's the WNBA team is the, the Aces.
1: Aces. yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I, but I'm just I. I but you use like an A word that's vague. Let's. Yeah. But you so you're the A's, but you're not the Athletics anymore. Kind well, of.
0: What I'll be curious about as well. This is tangential, I suppose. The Las Vegas Aviators are mm-hmm. the AAA team. AAA team, and they are the A's AAA team. Aren't they and getting people, lost now? Now that, I would imagine. I would imagine that they're that team isn't gonna stay in Vegas, right?
1: I yeah, I would think they gotta hit hit the road. Like, there's no way.
0: Are there rules about like are there baseball rules that you can't have a minor league oh, team in the same city as a major league team?
1: Absolutely not. There's minor league teams in Chicago, but uh, uh
0: I don't know that's true. Okay. Uh, you got the Chicago Dogs, They're which is an independent, an independent. Team. yeah, and then I guess you got like the the Kane County, yeah, Cougars, Cougars. or
1: whatever, yeah.
0: Chicago's uh, Cook County, okay, but it's it's close ish, but it's not like in Chicago.
1: All right, suburban Chicago.
0: Yeah, does probably. that count?
1: Can I count that?
0: Yeah, and I'm not actually sure where the fuck they are actually at. The Kane County Cougars. Let me look up uh, Google Maps here, see where the Kane County Cougars actually are. Geneva, Illinois. Where is Geneva, Illinois? I thought Geneva was in, like, Switzerland.
1: It is. Isn't there a Geneva Convention of some sort? What did the Geneva Convention
0: do? Oh, gosh. I think that's, like, war crimes, maybe?
1: <laughs> uh, I think you're right, actually. Hold on. I'll, I'll look that up.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a western suburb.
1: Wow, dude, you nailed that. The Geneva Conventions are... Uh... That establish international legal standards for humanitarian humanitarian treatment during war.
0: My dad's gonna be pumped when he knows that I knew what that was, or at least got a lucky guess. <laughs> you nailed
1: that! Like that's impressive. <laughs> let's go!
0: Let's go! <laughs> the fucking Geneva Convention. Um. Okay, we've got we've got a little bit of time before we run into the fantasy five. Um, the other thing that has happened or started this week and, and started, um, I suppose, between now and our last episode, NBA playoffs are off and running. The play-in tournament was incredible.
1: Okay, hold on. I want to, when you say incredible, the games were incredible, but yes. I hate the play in tournament. I think it's dumb.
0: I agree. I agree with that. Um, I understand why they have the play-in tournament, and this year is going to make them be like, of course, we have to have the play-in. Right, they're it's the going to games are great, so on and so forth.
1: Yeah, but I I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I want it to go away. I want I I am I am I am seeing myself become get off my lawn, man. And I and I'm like I want to go back to. It's eight teams. If you're in eighth, you're the eighth seed. Like I don't. I hate this. Like ten, nine, eight, seven. Tier down play-in t- tournament we play. I, I just don't like it. I, it's not playoffs.
0: Yeah, and there's a, there's what there's only fifteen teams in each conference. Yes,
1: so two thirds of every conference, two thirds of the league makes the, the playoffs. Yeah, it's absurd.
0: <laughs> uh, did a nine or ten make it in this year to the eight seed?
1: Yes. Uh, goodness. Uh, well, hold on. Me, not uh, Miami. I don't think. Maybe. I don't think so, though. I hold the phone. Research department.
0: Seven is the Lakers, and eight is the Timberwolves. Were the Timberwolves a nine going in? Seven's the Hawks. Eight's the Heat. Uh, the Lakers. The Lakers like were the eight and then became the seven, I think.
1: The Laker- Lakers are the seven. Timberwolves are the eight. Thunder were the nine. Pelicans are the ten in the West.
0: Okay, who were the 9 and 10 going into the play-in tournament in the East? Bulls and Raptors. Okay, so no 9 or 10 made it through the play-in tournament. Correct.
1: So we essentially wasted everyone's time. We played great basketball and just wasted everyone's time.
0: Do you believe, because I've heard this sentiment, that the play-in tournament was essentially created for Zion? No, I don't
1: believe that at all. I think it was a COVID creation.
0: And it, it was just coincidental that the 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 first play in tournament got Zion in the in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, just coincidence. I don't. I, there's no part of me that thinks the league is doing things for Zion. I don't think Zion has done. Is he done, dude. He's Greg Oden.
0: Like, it sucks, dude. It sucks. Why sucks? Why he? Because he, he. It just seems like he like. Same with Greg Oden. Uh maybe not Greg Oden to this extent of like Zion just has such a unique skill set and could have been a very unique player in the game as well as a very good player. Like when he played, he was very good. Um, Where like Greg Oden, I don't, I don't remember enough was like, was he the first guy that had like his height, like, not really, probably right. And uh, like,
1: I would say his height combined with his athleticism, for lack of a better yeah. term.
0: Okay, that's fair. Um, but yeah, man, it just I don't like seeing guys bust regardless, but like from we got to see Zion in like high school, and it's like, man, it would have been cool. You, you Zion
1: didn't be... help himself, that's why oh, I, I have he so much pity. Himself. That's why I don't have, I, I have find it so hard to pity Zion. Like Zion, Zion has not done. Zion has not acted like a professional athlete in my eyes.
0: Correct. And I think his teammates have covertly said as much in interviews, which is not a good sign as well.
1: Right. I mean, so Zion McCheeseburgers, I like, I, I can't, like if you eat like i do i don't i can't I, you're not a professional athlete
0: <laughs> um if you're an nfl gm you are trying to get zion to play like tackle <sighs> no because uh, he's made of porcelain <laughs> oh that's funny it'd be funny if somebody gave him a call i i would man i would like to see him play i remember watching his first game and uh He ripped off, like, he brought him back from, like, a 15-point deficit or something like that. He scored, like, 18 in a row. The coach was trying to take him out for, like, load management, and he, like, stayed in the game and just kept draining shots. Like, that felt so cool, and you're like, oh, my God, Zion's going to be the guy, and then basically hasn't played since. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, I think I've seen Zion more times in a boot than I've seen him actually playing basketball.
0: Yes. Without a doubt. Um, okay, so we are about halfway. Well, we're two or three games into the first round of the NBA playoffs. Do you feel like you have any clarity on who you think makes it to the dance?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I, I stick with what I said before. I think it was just a couple episodes back. Uh, still, still, I think it's the East is still the two, the two big horses out front with Boston and and Milwaukee. Uh, and But out West, I still like I, – I guess out West, I might change a little bit. I, I still like Denver. I mean, I know Denver wasn't the one seed when I called it, but I still like Denver. Um, I'm cheering for the Kings. I don't know if that means anything. Uh, I, I, I just love the story of the Kings. Uh, so, so if that means anything. But I still think Denver wins the West, and I think it's going to come down to – Eastern Conference finals of in the East of Milwaukee Boston.
0: You think the Bucks sit Giannis for the rest of the series? <sighs> they should. I mean, it helps that Miami doesn't have Tyler Harrow, but to beat a team by like 20 without your MVP caliber player is pretty impressive.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, but Milwaukee's a good team even without Giannis. I mean, that's, but that's what makes. That's what makes Milwaukee so good. Like everybody talks about Giannis. Yes, he's a superstar player. Not taking anything away from Giannis, he's a freak. But the team is very good. The team would make the playoffs without Giannis, which is yes. go, like going back to my Rockets when the Rockets had James Harden. You take that's why why my point as to why James Harden should have been MVP all those years. You take James Harden off the Rockets, the Rockets don't make the playoffs, and that's been become very evident over these past few years. And I think the same goes for Jokic at the mm. with the Nuggets. Like I think he, he this is another guy. You take him off the team, the Nuggets might make the playoffs because 10 teams fucking make it now, but uh the Nuggets would go from a 1 seed to a 9 or 10 seed just with one player going away.
0: Wow. Where do you think the Bucks would go without Giannis seeding?
1: 3 at worst. Wow. Okay. I, I I think the Bucs are better than Philadelphia without Giannis.
0: Interesting. So does that mean you think Jokic goes triple triple back to back to back MVP here?
1: He I would vote for him. Yeah, I think he's. I think he is the most valuable player. Like I think that is. But do I think the league? Do I think the league has an agenda and won't do it? Yes. I, so who do they
0: go with? Yeah, ooh because I think it's I think Jokic and Giannis are kind of in their own tier in my opinion. I agree,
1: uh, but I I wholeheartedly agree. Um I, and I I honestly think Jokic is ahead of Giannis by a, you, you know how when you watch horse races and then you you win by a nose and neck ahead or whatever. Yeah. I think uh I think Jokic is ahead by a head.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm going to be very curious. It seems like the other names are who like MB and and Jason Tatum for the most part. And
1: they're not even close.
0: I wouldn't say so. I mean, fuck. I mean, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but it's like, I agree with you with the Harden sentiment, and in that sentiment, like, should LeBron be the MVP, like, every year, basically?
1: When he was in Cleveland, during a lot, until until Kevin Love and Kyrie showed up, yes. Absolutely. Like, what I, and that's what, okay dude i'm a believer in the frozen envelope theory i i think that's true wait
0: what's the frozen envelope theory you seriously yeah i don't know that i've maybe heard the theory but i've never um heard of something referred to as the frozen envelope is this like they intentionally Cleveland lebron
1: before lebron was lebron yes this is exactly what it is this is patrick ewing uh this is this is the, they call it the greatest conspiracy in sports, and I am a I think it is the close I, I'll call it fact. like and it's not. Obviously it's still a conspiracy. but there is a conspiracy that Patrick Ewing getting drafted. The Knicks getting the first pick that led to Patrick Ewing um, was rigged by David Stern during the lottery. and he rigged it by like back in the day they would like stick their hand in the, in the tumbler and pull out the envelopes to, to like pick announce the picks. And so like, it would be like for those listening, it would be like this giant tumbler and they would put a the number of envelopes to like make, to wait to each pick. And then the commissioner would stick his hand in and pull one out. And uh, like, that would be the first pick. And then he'd go again, second pick, so on and so forth. Um, the frozen envelope theory says that the NBA froze all the New York Knicks uh, envelopes in the tumbler. So when David Stern stuck his hand in, he could touch them and tell which ones were the Knicks, pull it out. and But you can't tell that they're frozen when you're looking at it on TV because obviously ice doesn't show any kind of effects. So he could touch it, see it's cold, pull it out. Oh, the Knicks got the first pick. Uh, shocking, and because the New York market, the New York media market, had been so depleted, and the NBA needed the revenue boost, so they needed to get New York back on the map. So they needed to give New York Patrick Ewing, and so they rigged the draft to do so. Is
0: the is the whole theory? Wow, I can't believe I've never heard that before. Yes, I'm a casual, I guess. Uh, it's it's very popular, and I
1: believe it. I think it's true. I think yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: I'm I'm on board.
1: Uh, but I say all of that to say, uh, I think I do not think it is be. I do not think it is past the NBA to rig a award like and give it to somebody who doesn't actually deserve the award and any of that. I don't I, because like I think they're doing way more scandalous stuff like rigging the NBA draft. As opposed to, like, the MVP award. Yes, I think they are rigging the crap out of it.
0: When does that get announced? Do you know off the top? Uh, Because they've started started announcing some awards.
1: Traditionally, it's, like, right in the middle of the first round. So it's, like, coming up. Uh, I don't know the exact date. But, but yes, they've started doing this weird trickle-out announcement, just like you said. So I don't even – they're doing weird stuff. I don't know. Yeah,
0: they're doing it on, like – they're doing it with like Shaq and Charles and Ernie and Kenny the Jet.
1: Yeah, I'm thrown off. I, I dude, I'm I'm getting to the point where I'm with the NBA. Like I'm like, guys, I identify as a liberal. And I'm a, I'll go on this podcast and say I identify as a liberal, but y'all are doing some cockamamie stuff. We need to slow it down. Like, I am an NBA conservative. Like, I like this is too much. <laughs>
0: mba <laughs> conservative that's funny um do the pistons win the lottery or do we get fucked again
1: Oh, and a good who question. do the
0: pistons send i think you have to send ben wallace that's a great
1: pick i like that i like that selection when we
0: won the one the number one overall pick to get cade cunningham we sent ben wallace so i Ooh. think you run that shit back oh run it back okay send ben Send Big Ben. Everybody loves Big Ben. Send I Hooper saw Ben Wallace jersey that I wear. I
1: okay. think you send Hooper. Uh, I don't like that.
0: <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, do you think they win the number one overall pick? It's tough for you I because mean, you live in Detroit. By you by work ma- In Little Caesars Arena.
1: I do. I do. Well, you are a Rockets fan. <laughs> I, all, three, all three statements are true. Um I mathematically, yes, they should win it. Um man I okay here's my thing I want them to bring the ping pong ping pong balls back I want to see this shit yeah. live Like I don't I don't trust them
0: Well that's like I'm assuming it's all done via computer modeling
1: Uh it, it uh, well uh it's done when you say computer modeling you think you're saying like they just run a simulation and it just yes that's exactly
0: yeah yeah. And they, they maybe even run like X amount of simulations and take like the most um, likely or like the most consistent results or something potentially. You know? So
1: I, there's a, there I was a, there was a documentary done on this. Uh, but granted, the documentary is five years, six years old now. Um, and, but you're right. Yes. They used to run a computer simulation, but they only ran it once. So they would like, test it and they get that's it gnarly <laughs> they would but so they would get it they would get it set right you know like get the parameter set and then they just basically just go all right launching in 10 9 and boom and then they would push a button and it would Ooh. push it and then they it was like literally this top secret thing where they nobody knew the results except the you know five or six people and the commissioner and they would like Stash them away in envelopes, and it was this top secret process. It was the the NBA released this documentary because it was them trying to de, like disprove the frozen envelope theory, like, and they talk about how the frozen envelope theory is like not true, quote unquote, can't be true, and all this, you know, which is just the NBA saying, of course we didn't do this, and here's why, uh, you know, the envelopes are all warm. See, you can tell from this documentary. Like, but um, but I I want the ping pong balls back. Like, let's do that. I want to see the ball roll out. Oh, and no, do I need to count all the ping pong balls? And do I think that you're labeling them all correctly? No, you probably are going to cheat again. But I want to see the ball roll out. You pull it up and go, Detroit Pistons picking number one.
0: Bring on Victor Wembanyama, wow. yeah. baby! Come on um no it is interesting um for those who may not know the nba hires essentially like an accounting firm to oversee and conduct the lottery so it's it's big money business the lottery
1: oh and you're telling me that there's never been a third party hired to run a a shady a shady operation
0: (laughs) it's just insane dude like it's such a wild concept just all around right and it's like who knows how it works like nobody really except the couple people who do
1: yeah i want to make it public that's the only that's the only way you really avoid is it real is it real is money real money's not real
0: no ones and zeros. Um, okay, I like so we'll we'll circle this back and we'll clean it up. You've got still Nuggets versus winner of Celtics Bucks. Correct. Um, oh, just based on the games that I've seen, I'm I'm probably in the same boat. I will obviously pick the Bucks. Um, but the two storylines that I'm most intrigued by currently, one, I can't believe I'm gonna say this. Outside of, uh, I do like LeBron. I really fucking hope the Lakers beat the Grizzlies. Um, I'm over the Grizzlies. I'm over them. I'm done with it. Um, See, I'm I, doing, I feel I'm,
1: that way about the Warriors. I'm over the Warriors. Get them out well, of here.
0: and so that's what's interesting because um, I think the Warriors were everybody's favorite pick of, like, the team to make it out, right? They're down 2-0 right now and Sacramento has been playing well. well. And and Golden State hasn't been playing bad. Sacramento's just been beating them. Right. Now those those games have been in Sacramento. Uh we'll see what happens uh at Oracle, but that would throw a wrench in a lot of people's predictions of who gets out of the West. Wait,
1: hold on. Is it Oracle anymore?
0: Uh Chase Center, my bad. <laughs> Good call. Good call. Um we got we got to pay homage to the sponsor. Yeah,
1: that's what I was gonna say. Like, damn. Um,
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's what's gonna like. If the Kings make it out of that series, then that shakes up a lot of people's uh, projections of how the rest of the playoffs go. I think.
1: I I mean, I'm I'm Team Kings. I'm I'm cheering for them as far as I'll go. Me too. I I'll take them if they beat the Nuggets. I'm happy. Like, do it, run it, Kings.
0: I wish they still had. Our guy Buddy healed.
1: <laughs> that's a throwback name now, dude. He that, was just that's a Florida Marlins jersey.
0: He was such a killer at Oklahoma, and he was like you just wanted him. And he was he's always like been decent in the NBA. Why like does when Oklahoma he was bad?
1: Why does Oklahoma just roll out killers between Trey Young, Buddy Healed, just 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 stone cold long distance snipers?
0: Yeah, I mean, in Oklahoma State had Cade Cunningham. I'm not ready to uh, call him a long-distance sniper, but like no, but like a good player. Good I mean, player, yeah. What are we doing offense. in Oklahoma? Playing basketball, I suppose. They ain't got shit else to do. Mm.
1: There's dick in Oklahoma, so so anyways. it's the
0: the only professional sport they have is basketball.
1: Yeah, I guess that's true.
0: So who knows? Um, and they
1: playoff team now because we let everybody in. It's like a participation true. award.
0: People think the Thunder are going to be the ne- the next team. A lot they, of young guys, a lot, a lot of, of
1: youth, a lot of youth. They have
0: 15
1: picks, 15 first round picks over Linux, like two years or something, three years.
0: And they're like right up there with like youngest teams in basketball. Uh, Chet Holmgren didn't play at all last year. So
1: you heard it here, folks. Ian Burley moving to Oklahoma.
0: Nope, never, never. Unless, uh, yeah, actually, I can't ever see an, a world in which I live in Oklahoma.
1: There is a Whataburger in Oklahoma.
0: There's also a lot of tornadoes, and I don't like those, so I'm out.
1: I do like Whataburger.
0: I do like <laughs> Whataburger as well. Um, let's let's get into our fantasy five this week. Um, can you tell the people about a topic that may come as a surprise to some
1: folks? Uh, this may shock you. The 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 cutback pod is going off dome this week. There's no big board. <laughs> there's no there's no there's no preparation there's no there's no strategy or, or tactics there's no manipulation this is just cold how do you feel what do you think raw emotion off dome we're going fantasy 5 best mall stores and when we came up with this right as the episode started today so the topic Ian and I are going best stores in the mall Because I don't think anybody's been to a mall in the last five years, so we're gonna maybe longer. We're gonna see if we remember them off dome. No big boards, no big boards today. That should be the episode title. No big boards, no new friends, no new friends, no big boards,
0: no big boards. I'm writing it down right now so we don't forget.
1: Uh, so we're going off dome, and who won last week,
0: Ian? Well, uh, so this is also a point of contention that I have with Instagram in particular. So I did win, um, but I am unable to say the exact number of votes because Instagram, after the poll has concluded, you can only see the percentage of votes. You can't see total votes or who voted for what. I don't understand why they would remove that. On Instagram, we were tied 50-50, 50% 50 to 50%. Uh, un- unfortunately the twitter vote was five to one in favor of the kid wearing a fucking um premier athletic club what are we doing twitter basketball jersey
1: i thought i thought twitter had my back well the hundreds of thousands we also can't
0: see who votes on twitter i guess so that's that's troubling
1: also of a hundred the hundreds of thousands we only got six votes on twitter what do we <laughs>
0: You know that's that's not too bad. You know, first one back in a while, first first tweets in a couple months, six votes. We'll take six votes,
1: folks. Get back to your ear holes with our with our voices and vote, vote. Let your voice be heard.
0: Should we subscribe to Twitter Blue for the Combat <laughs> Podcast and boost all of our boost all of our tweets? Yes. Just comment under every single Elon tweet of all time. With the cutback fantasy five,
1: I think we should just call Elon himself and let him know he's a member Elon, of the hundreds of thousands, free of charge.
0: Be boosted right now. Does he to know blow Tim? Up more rockets.
1: Does he know Tim? Does he know Mad Dog? Does he know DJ? No. Then you're <laughs> he doesn't.
0: Uh He doesn't. Um, Okay. So I won. Oh, this is really tough. I, I think. <laughs> The problem is, is there? There's a couple stores that come to the top of my mind that I want.
1: Oh, question before we get started, because this already yes. has popped in. Cat, it, or what are we defining as a store? Is it anything that it sells a product in the structure of the mall, or does it have to be a like in the wall store store?
0: Um, I think it can be the former. The only things that I'm like probably not counting are like um like the Macy's that you like walk is like an entrance to the mall, right? Oh man,
1: you took away my top choice.
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess we could count those, but it's like it's tough because like there are those traditional department you know, handful stores. of department stores, but sometimes you get other stores that are like entrances oh, yeah. to malls. That's fair. Yeah. So we want to say it's all in
1: all in. I think all in.
0: Okay. Um, man, I'm really nervous. (sighs) Up until this exact point, I was going to take the number one overall pick, but I think I'm going to give it to you.
1: Oh, you dog. (sighs) All right. Well, I, so my strategy is, is probably way different than traditional per usual story of my sex life but uh but uh, people but, are gonna have questions about that.
0: but uh ask your questions in our dms
1: yeah, yeah slide in uh comment below you know whatever it's, it's lo- dusty in there so you've made it, a <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> my sex life is also dusty so it's <laughs> there's a correlation there
0: uh That's what I was saying. <laughs>
1: uh If you've made it an hour and seven minutes in, and you've heard this comment, feel free to comment on the on the show. Come uh, on down,
0: let us know you're listening.
1: Yeah, we we're proud you've made it this far. Um, my my strategy is uh gonna be different. I'm not taking an apparel store with the first pick. I'm taking anti ants. Fuck,
0: god damn it! <laughs>
1: uh, give me give me what I need while uh. I'm walking around the mall. I need to eat. I need to be nourished because 99% of the time I'm walking around the mall with somebody I don't want to be with, and I need to be I need to be eating something.
0: Yeah, that's a beautiful pick. That was number two on the pseudo big board. Was really hoping to get that one at the turn.
1: I'm 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 glad that uh the dome piece came through because I'm just going straight Cullen picks here. No, no thought, no, no, I'm not even pandering. You're just getting straight Cullen picks.
0: Um, all right, I'm going finish line and lids.
1: Ah, uh, all right, lids with lids was my other pick. Two great, great snags. Can't argue. Um, I, I don't. Yeah, two solid picks. I'm gonna take Foot Locker. Uh, give me Foot Locker, and then. I, I, <laughs> This 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 store is the one you go into. You're never buying anything. I've never seen anybody buy anything from this store. I don't even think they have cashiers, uh, but you everybody goes in, and that's sharper image.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is sharper image? <laughs> sharper image mall stores. <laughs> <laughs> Retail, okay, it's like an electronics store. Yeah, okay.
1: And they have like weird, like technology stuff that you see in like Sky Mall magazine, but they have it on like this like on display, and you're like, I need this, but it costs nine thousand dollars, and I don't, I can't right. f- buy it.
0: Um. Okay, I'm not sure if this company was was in malls or not. I'm having to look to see if they're actually in malls. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hold on you you can't know this is a foul you can't mid-draft look if a thing is qualified
0: okay well i i was i was pretty confident so i'll throw it out there regardless of of if it qualifies i'll
1: I'll call foul if it's not
0: i'm going tropical smoothie uh, cafe
1: i'll allow it yeah
0: um man this is really tough (laughs) And then I think I'm gonna go. Uh, let me go Spar Sabaros.
1: Sbarro? Oh my
0: <laughs> that's folks, just, put a bow on slice, this. If I... you're gonna slice in the mall, you're getting a slice in the mall from Sabaros. No, I was The only place you're getting Sabaros is in the mall. They don't exist anywhere else. They're in malls and airports, and that's it.
1: That's true. That is true. But nobody's buying the slices in the mall because they're trash. Some people are. Give me a hot and ready over that trash. Uh, well,
0: I would agree, but uh,
1: you missed, I, and I was so deathly afraid that you were going to take the, this from me with a food item. Uh, I think you missed a, a layup, and I'm getting it at a value pick to round out my team. Give me Cinnabon. Oh, okay. Give me give me a Cinnabon, and then I'm going to round the round the squad out, and, and oh, and see this is this is. Uh, this is this is where I'm. This is I don't. This is not not a pick for call, this is a cullen pick. Best mall stores like I don't want to go there, but it, like every good mall has one, and it's a good place for people watching. and That's a hot
0: topic. It's a good. It's a good pick. It's a fair pick. It's. Uh, I have a handful of like clothing stores floating around in my brain for my fifth pick here and i'm really struggling (laughs) on what to pick because there'd be a there'd be one that's hilarious
1: victoria's secret Um, come on we know you're there
0: that's what i'm picking i'm taking victoria's secret (laughs) give me the secrets baby
1: victoria doesn't have a whole lot of secrets left if you ever walked in that store
0: (laughs) give me the secrets dude i mean if you want to see the most uncomfortable looking people of all time They're always men, of course. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. There's no man in that store that wants to be in there.
0: Well, here's the problem. You do want to be you in there. You want
1: to be in there, but you, oh, can't you can't want to be in
0: there. <laughs> you can't show that you want to be in there. So you got to look down, <laughs> fucking look down, sit outside the store. Um, I mean, think about going to the mall before there were phones, right? You you had to just look at the floor, basically. Right, but, you, you know.
1: but you're also like doing this weird, like you're on your phone, but you're doing like the quick like look up, like, Catch a peek, kind of thing.
0: I mean, you're watching women buy intimate garments. (laughs) It's a wild concept to begin with. Like, you know, it's like those aren't just your average undergarments. Like those, those are
1: those are gonna get shown off at some point. Yeah,
0: yeah, those are the Ferraris of the bunch, (laughs) and you're just. People are buying them out in the open and like I'm glad we're there as a society. But like it's not the first thing that you think about Can seeing you imagine
1: them. if women were just lined up at Ferrari dealerships just watching men buy cars?
0: I mean, I don't even think that there's like there's not a comparable. No thing way. Absolutely not. It's it's kind of a wild
1: This is why women will never understand the struggle it is to be a man.
0: Well, that's that's true, I suppose, but <laughs> Um, yeah. What, what a time. I mean, as a teenager, you are just an absolute, you don't even want to walk by the store. No,
1: absolutely not. You, you can't come out of there with a win.
0: But, but like you might not even, you might just be with your friends, right? You don't have any women with you. You're not going to the store. It's, you don't even want to walk by it. Cause you, you know, you know where the head's going, <laughs> you, you know, and, and you don't, you don't even want to admit it. Nope. So you're, you're practicing your peripherals. You're maybe you're trying to look from far away as you walk up. So when you walk up, you're not doing that turn. You're trying to maybe, you know, use your eagle eyes. It's it's a, uh, as we talk about it more. The fact that that type of store is just openly in the mall <laughs> is is wild. What, openly in the mall. <laughs> it's not there's no privacy in that store. There's- they put their best. They put their best and brightest at the front of front, the store.
1: Front, absolutely they do. And
0: people are just sifting through stuff, and I mean, again, they're not. Now they do have everyday use. Okay, <laughs> they do have everyday use. <laughs>
1: but, that, you know, that hold on, the everyday use section is about a five by five like
0: square piece yeah, of, just, of the it's store. It's not fucking. It's not like fucking Haynes, you know. <laughs> it, it's still. It's still. No, you're Turn not the buying Hanes. Shit. Yeah, you're not buying the Hanes six pack at, at the local Meyer or Walmart. Like it's even the everyday is like still high, high society and and has a little pizzazz to it. And you're just pay- <laughs> amongst you know all of your best friends, <laughs> whoever else is in the mall at the time. And then you got people coming up asking you like, "Oh, is there anything I can help you look for?" And it's like, "What? How do you answer that question?" Like, "Yeah, in fact, I'm actually looking for
1: a pair of intimates."
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for something that uh my partner will lose his fucking mind over. Basically.
1: Well, okay. So then, let me take you a step further. When you see, like, the, the usually it's a woman uh walking through the mall with that pink bag and the black ribbon. Like, what what's the first thing that goes through your mind?
0: Wifey material. <laughs> That's it's it's I mean it's objectification without a doubt. But I mean as much as 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 uncomfortable as it makes me that's the type of of lady I would like in my life personally respectfully
1: yeah I, I mean I, I don't disagree uh, but I'm all okay now if you see a man walking through the mall with that that bag what's your thought Ooh,
0: man I would say
1: shoot or shoot players play or what's a
0: yeah I would say that man has an impressive level of confidence and or um is in a trance
1: (laughs) it could be both (laughs) only the real ones know what this trance is like (laughs) and if you don't know everywhere if you don't know what the trance is like you're probably in it (laughs) yeah
0: yeah or i feel sorry that you've never danced with it
1: it's a it's a fickle mistress
0: (laughs) (laughs) It is quite the it's quite the dance, but yeah, I mean that is that's a power move of all power moves, really.
1: Wow, uh, folks! If you've made it this far in the pod, I think we saved our best for last. I think this segment might be one of our best we've ever dropped
0: for both of us. Mm-hmm. I hope my mother has not made it this far.
1: <laughs> Babs, Babs, if you're listening, I want your Ooh. please drop a comment. Uh, and I hope you vote. I hope you, I wouldn't where, I want to know where Babs is landing on the vote here in the fantasy. Well, World.
0: unfortunately, I don't know that you stand a chance, even if you have better votes. I don't know if my mom could bring herself to not vote for her firstborn and only son.
1: Yeah. I feel like Babs and I are pretty close. I feel like I could win a vote every now and again with some of the teams you roll out here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, you're probably, right. you're probably right. You definitely are close enough for sure
1: okay that's you know i just i think some of the dog water you roll out is uh, i could get at least a considerate a consideration
0: mom and dad if you're listening just start pouring up the b52 bomber (laughs) shots for next fall okay (laughs) just start lining them up and remember that you know unfortunately your your son and his friends are adults now (laughs) and are complete idiots so
1: we degenerates we've always been degenerates and idiots it's a miracle we've made it this far really
0: yeah that's true that's true should we run um,
1: down our teams for the for we the- should
0: run down our teams um you had the first pick so so please do the honors
1: i had any ands and i'm doing this off dome i didn't write anything down so c- call me out if i butch uh botch uh but uh any <laughs> yeah that was a phrasing slip of the tongue uh uh Annie Ann's Foot Locker, uh Cinnabon, uh Hot Topic and I'm missing one in the middle. Uh,
0: Sharper image. Sharper
1: image, of course. how the, the most entertaining store in there.
0: How could you forget? Um I have Finish Line, Lids, Tropical Smoothie Cafe, sabaro's and what kicked off maybe the greatest segment in the Cutback <laughs> podcast history, Victoria's Secret. <laughs>
1: I, I, guys, if we do not get at least 10 votes on this fantasy five, this might be, I, this is one of the best fantasy fives we've ever done. I think
0: we might have to promote these tweets <sighs> or, or... I have to, might have to share the, the polls on our, on our personal IG stories. I might do it. I I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> What's funny. My, uh, the agency's Instagram account follows a bunch of us cause we follow the agency And the agency Instagram account, you'll see like watching your stories every once in a while. (laughs) And you're like, who's running the account right now? And what the fuck did they just see? (laughs) Cause they need to chill out. (laughs) This could be one of those instances.
1: Well, no, let's get an agency vote. I want to see where the agency Uh, vote lands.
0: Oh gosh. Um, Any, any last thoughts?
1: (laughs) I mean, at this point, i think victoria's secret needs to sponsor the show
0: oh man
1: dude I, you and i could do some great live reads for victoria's secret
0: we could um what they don't want to hear is that we are actually fans of savage fenty or fenty savage however whatever it's called i should i should i know what that is that's that's rihanna's homegrown victoria's secret oh that's about all you need to know. <laughs> okay, I, I missed that,
1: but uh, I'll, you're in. <laughs> hold on. Yes, I need to. <laughs> we're gonna know what I'm doing all night tonight.
0: Yeah. Uh, clear your history after.
1: <laughs> all right, oh, folks. Goodness, uh, my my, my <laughs> our closing moments will be uh, private mode on <laughs> on your browser.
0: Oh my gosh. Oh goodness. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and if you're as degenerate as Mr. Muns and I, which That would be shocking. (laughs) You are welcome here if you are. Uh, This has been another episode of the Cutback Podcast. Until next time, keep your head on a swivel and try not to get laid the fuck out.